Hey everybody, welcome to the Export. I'm Raven X, and alongside me as always is Biggie, aka Ethan Tay, aka somebody who I'm sure is probably not gonna do the headache of fantasy basketball, but is still here helping me out today. How you doing today, Ethan? I'm good, and I'm definitely not playing fantasy basketball. I'm I still haven't drafted a team. I, I still got a few days before the season starts. I'm not fantasy basketball is stressful because you literally have to check it every day. But I mean, it's it's fun in its own right. But I do forget about it quite often. But it's cool because we didn't forget about this as we do every year. It is our fantasy basketball guide where we help you fantasy basketball drafters out by telling you the safest players, the players with the biggest bust potential, sleeper picks, and rookies to look out for as you craft your fantasy basketball teams this season. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick things off with the safest player starting at point guard. Obviously, Steph Curry is my main guy. You always know what you're going to get with Steph. And then some other candidates would be Chris Paul. May not be the same guy he was five, six years ago, but, I mean, he's still a pretty solid offense weapon. And then Ja Morant. Um, for me, safest pick is also Steph Curry. And, honestly, we're three for three. I have the same as a um, side candidates as well. All right, shooting guard. My safest shooting guard is Devin Booker, another guy who, I mean, you know what you're getting out of Devin Booker. I mean, he's going to keep scoring at least 20-plus per game. May not be the best defensive guy, but at least that doesn't really matter in fantasy basketball. Uh, other candidates being Donovan Mitchell. I think despite a change of scenery, he's still going to be a good addition. And then, of course, Jimmy Butler. Um, Shooting guard is also um, Devin Booker. Donovan Mitchell, and I'm going to say Bradley Bill. Okay. I love me some Bradley Bill, but he's got to stay healthy. That's the hard part. All right, uh, moving on to small forward. I mean, I don't think there's a more consistent player in the NBA than LeBron James. It seems he defies age and father time, and I don't really see this year being that different. Other candidates, of course, being Devin, De- uh, Kevin Durant. I think that once he gets back healthy, he's going to ball, and then Jason Tatum. So, question. What's up? Do we do we qualify Luca as a small forward or a point guard? That's the also, weird thing because I didn't know where to put Luca. So, I know ten. I think he is considered a point guard. So, okay. if that's the case, I'm going to go Steph, Luca, Ja. Yeah. For my guards. And it's also hard with KD because KD, we know, they have Ben Simmons now, so he will be playing small forward. So my small forwards are LeBron, KD, and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets. All right, so uh, the reason why I had Jimmy Butler at two is because I still don't – I'm not buying the hype of uh, what's his name starting at the two. Tyler Harrell. I don't, he should because he's making money, but I don't think he's immediately, I don't think he's going to start yet. All right, power forward, going with arguably the best player in the league today, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, other candidates, I know that everybody's mad at Draymond right now, but he still gives you the nitty gritty stats. He gives you those hustle plays that can help you out fantasy wise. And then DeMontis a bonus. I know that the Kings have them play power forward and center, but yeah, Sabonis is also a very safe pick because he's still going to produce. Um, I agree with you with Giannis. I'm also going to say Ben Simmons. Um, he I watched the preseason game that he played just last night against the 
same Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis, and he defended Giannis well. He also got a couple steals. He's just a guy that can feel the overall stat sheet, and that's something that you look for when you play fantasy basketball. And I'm going to say Jaron Jackson because he's when he gets on the court, he's going to get you a lot of blocks. That is very true. All right, last but not least, I'm pretty sure we probably got the same trio of centers, but I got to go with the reigning MVP is the safest, Nikola Jokic. Where however far the Nuggets go, it's because Nikola is guiding them there. Um, other candidates, of course, being Joel Embiid, who has, of course, been really dominant MVP candidate, and then Bam Adebayo, who just keeps getting better. Oh, uh, yes, I have Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. I'm... Yeah. Bam. I almost thought about somebody else, but I'm going to go with Bam. All right, I feel you. All right, moving on to players with the biggest bust potential. Who do you got as your point guards to look out for? Biggest bust potential. I am going to say, honestly, I'm going to say Kyrie. And the only reason I say Kyrie is how much time is he going to play on the court? That's fair. Uh, Other candidates? Other candidates are John Wall um, and Kyle Lowry. Uh, For me, I had Kyle Lowry as one of my other candidates. My leading guy is D'Angelo Russell. Of the other pieces in Minnesota, he's probably the one I worry about the most just because he's had such an up-and-down career. And, I mean, there were even questions about if he was even going to be on the roster uh, this time a couple of months ago, so we'll see how that shakes out. And then Lonzo Ball, questions about his health. And then, as I mentioned, I also had Kyle Lowry. All right, what about shooting guards? Shooting guard, obviously, number one, James Harden. Um, just from a health standpoint, other guys are um, Jalen Brown, just because of his inconsistency. Yeah. And... Uh, I hate to say, well, no, he doesn't play shooting guard. But, um, shoot, what's his name? Uh, DeJounte Murray. Because I just don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to work either, but I'm guessing. I guess, yeah, I guess he's going to be playing the two. I, I, it's going to be weird. Uh, for me in shooting guard, I have Jamal Murray as my top guy just because, I mean, coming off an injury, hasn't played in well over a year. And while he's supposedly gotten back healthy and ready to get back on the court with Nikola Jokic, it's one thing to say, it's a whole other thing to do it, especially suffering as bad of a knee injury as he did. Other candidates being R.J. Barrett, got a bag, but what can you do with it? And then I know Anthony Simons is more of a combo guard, but, I mean, he also got a $100 million contract, and I still to this day don't understand why. But, all right, small forwards. Small, and this is where we get into the nitty-gritty because I consider R.J. Barrett a small forward. But <laughs> uh, small forward, R.J. Barrett, also I'm going to say uh, – Dang it, what is his name? I know all these players' names, and I don't need to know them. Oh, Andrew Wiggins. And, uh, shoot, what is his name as well? I'm sorry. Oh, you good. You remember the team? Oh, Kelly Oubre. That's a good one. Yeah, I also have another small forward uh, in Charlotte. I have Gordon Hayward. Um, 
just because I mean another guy coming off of an injury and everything sounds great he says he's feeling good but I mean we'll see about that he was one of my candidates but the one I'm most worried about I know Scotty Barnes reigning rookie of the year he's more of like he plays power and small forward it's weird a lot of players play our kind of borderline position group but even still, I mean, yes, he did just win Rookie of the Year, but it's hard to kind of bounce back. So many players go through that sophomore slump, and so it's just a question of can he replicate that same success. And just another guy I'd be worried about is Kevin Porter because if you guys listen to this past episode of the podcast, we talked about Kevin Porter a bit about him being a wild card, and ain't no telling what that kid is likely to do that could possibly get him in trouble. So definitely be on the lookout for him. All right, power forwards, who you who are you worried about? Power forwards. Uh... I'm going to say Kyle Kuzma. I think he had a really good season last season, but we also have seen that he doesn't have the consistency to, like, string together multiple good seasons back-to-back. I'm also going to say... And I know I said... No, 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 no. I'm going to say Ben Simmons, too. Because I think he will be a guy that can stuff the stat sheet, but is he going to stay healthy? That's a big thing for me with him and Tobias Harris. I low-key forgot all about Tobias Harris. Uh, For me, I'm most worried about Anthony Davis. Like, I if you guys know me, I say this a lot, but the best ability is availability. And Anthony Davis just has not been available throughout a good part of his NBA career, which is so unfortunate because he's an incredibly talented player. And I think that while the Lakers are putting so much on him and expecting so much out of him, I don't know if his body's going to be able to hold up to carry the load. Um, Other candidates being Kyle Kuzma and then Julius Randle, who low-key, I think if he doesn't have a good year this year, then he's going to be out of New York. All right, centers, who you got? Centers is hard because, honestly, in my personal opinion, you can name any center after Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Bam Adebayo because the top tier definitive superstars of the position. But if I'm going to name some, I'm going to say one big Giannis Valachunas, I think with the addition of Zion, his role is going to change and he won't be um, getting as many shots as he had passed. I'm also going to, um, another option is going to be Rudy Gobert. And the reason I say Rudy Gobert is because he'll be on the court. He's going to get you blocks and rebounds. But I feel like there's going to be situations where now people know how to defend him. I mean, not defend him, but play against him. And they're going to play him off the court. They're going to just play small ball and run the ball. Especially now when you have teams that have these tweeners that we're talking about. They're just going to put a a, small, a power forward slash small forward that can shoot, he's going to be played off the court. Yeah, I feel you. We're in agreements on uh, Rudy Gobert, and I also had Clint Capella. I'm kind of worried about Clint just for obvious reasons. I mean, you bring in DeJounte Murray, that sounds great, but it's like, well, how is the team going to look now, and then how is that going to affect Clint Capella and DeAndre Hunter and guys like that. Like, it's it's going to be a weird dynamic in Atlanta. And I also had Carl Anthony Towns. While he is a solid center, I think we also have to recognize that he has been hurt. And I think he's just now playing. He just played his first preseason game. And 
it's just going to be a weird dynamic in Minnesota. So I'm interested to see how it all shake out, but I wouldn't be in a rush to grab him. I'll say that much. All right, let's move on to sleeper picks. Uh, starting off at point guard for me, I got Kay Cunningham. I'm low-key expecting a really solid year from the Detroit Pistons with Kay Cunningham got in the way. I think the addition of Jaden Ivey is really going to open things up for him offensively, and it's going to be a really good sophomore year for him. And then other candidates being Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, that's a weird thing. I think he's going to see some solid time. If you consider Luka as a small forward, Spencer Dinwiddie's going to see some. We'll see. And then Tyrese Halliburton, the Indiana Pacers seem really high on him, and I, I can see why. I think that this is going to be a good year for him. Uh, sleeper picks for me, Jalen Brunson. Um, yeah. I'm I'm, if, I'm back and forth on the K. Like, I think he'll be good, but he just not consistent enough. Right. So... Also, another stupid pick because we haven't said his another pick because we haven't said his name at all is Damian Lillard. Like we forgot that this man is back, even though his overall team won't be good. I think he'll still be great and and shy. I didn't forget he was back. It's just. It's, I feel like it's going to be like a lot of empty calories. Like you said, I don't think the Blazers are going to be any good. So he he's going to put up numbers, but it's not gonna. I'm not not. It's not going to count. It's just not necessarily gonna matter but i mean in terms of fantasy points i'm sure he'll do a lot of people some favors all right shooting guards i know i just gave uh, some praise to the rockets but i mean i i really like Jalen green i think Jalen green is probably going to have the best sophomore year out of all second year players um especially because the offense pretty much is going to roll through him with jabari smith being there i think that provides some space in um in their front court to give him some give some opportunities to make some big plays uh other candidates being chris middleton i know he could kind of border as a small forward as well but in this case i'm calling him a shooting guard and then tyler hero just got the bags probably still gonna be six man but i think he's still gonna have a good year Sleeper pick for me, um, Desmond Bain, uh, Jalen Green, and excuse me, and um, Jordan Clarkson. I can see Jordan Clark. That's gonna be interesting. How the front court, I mean, back court's gonna look in Utah with Clarkson there, uh, Sexton there, and um, Tht. That'll be interesting. All right, us. Yeah, I forgot about Mike Conley, too. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a bit late to try to trade those guys, so it'll be interesting. I don't think they're going to win anything, but for the sake of conversation. All right, moving on to small forwards. My main guy I'll be looking at is Will Barton, one of those guys who may not have gotten the most – may not have had the biggest name in Denver, but to continue to put up numbers. I'm excited to see what he's going to do with the Wizards because I think his role is going to expand a little bit, so I think that will be fun. Um, And then some other candidates being – Wow, my brain totally drew a blank. I'm going to say Lonnie Walker. He could kind of play that show, shooting guard, small forward position as well. And, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that because I can't think of nobody else. For me, I'm going to say Gordon Hayward. I know you talked about him coming off an of injury. But the thing about him is his game doesn't really rely on athleticism. So I think he'll be good from that standpoint. Um, Michael Porter Jr., he could also be under the bus category, but I think if he stays healthy, he could be a good sleeper pick. And I am also going to say Brandon Ingram. 
Yeah, I think B.I. is going to have a good year as well. Uh, power forwards, I'm going to start off with Montrez Harrell. I do think that Montrez has a real opportunity to ball out. I mean, the last time he played on a Doc Rivers-led team, he put up some of the best numbers of his career, and I think that he has a chance to do that in Philly. Other candidates being Kevin Love, another guy who had a really quiet, good year in Cleveland, and then Ben Simmons. Like, I, like you mentioned, I mean, he's not going to get a crazy amount of points, but he does stuff the stat sheet in terms of defense and getting assists and rebounds. So I think that could be a big help for people. Um, for me, Kevin Love, um, Franz Wagner, Wagner, however you pronounce it. I, I normally say good, but I feel like I messed it up. And um, Kyle Anderson. Slow mo. That's it's weird that of all places he went to Minnesota. All right. Last but not least, centers. Um, I'm gonna start off with Kai Jones for Charlotte. I mean, with uh oh my gosh, I totally just blanked on the center they just lost. Whatever. Thank you. Yeah, I uh thank you. Uh yeah, with Kai Jones there, I do think that he has a shot. I mean, they drafted him fairly recently and a big reason why they did is because he was a strong defender and a really good rim protector. I do think that he's going to be asked to do that a lot now since he's going to probably get more starting reps um at the position. Some other guys to look out for are Nick Claxton with Brooklyn. I'm not saying he's going to put up crazy numbers, but the Nets have kind of had a revolving door regarding their big men. And I think Nick Claxton has been a young guy who's shown some potential, and this could be his year. And then, of course, Steven Adams with the Grizzlies. He's not, of course, the flashiest guy, but he still gets the job done. Um, I'm going to say Brooke Lopez because he, he's a shooter. And fantasy basketball loves people that can shoot threes. Also, uh Andre Drummond, he gets a ton of boards. And Clint Capello. I mean, he said he was going to be the greatest uh, rebounder of all time when it's all said and done. And I think I know. like 20-something no. or 30-something on the all-time list. It's actually crazy how low he is on that list. All right, and then last but certainly not least, rookies to watch out for. Uh, we could just go one rookie at each position. Uh, starting at point guard, I got Johnny Davis for the Wizards. Let's be honest, since uh, John Wall has left the Wizards, they have kind of been struggling to fill that position, and Bradley Beal works best when he has a good point guard getting the ball out to him. I think Johnny Davis could be that guy. Yeah, I actually agree with you with Johnny Davis. All right, shooting guard, I have Jaden Ivey. I'm not sure if Cade's going to move or if Jaden's going to play point. Either way, for the sake of conversation, I got Jaden as shooting guard. Um, I really liked his game kind of coming out of Purdue. He's one of my favorite uh, draft prospects, and I think that with him being in tow, I think Detroit's backcourt is going to be able to really do some damage. I have Jaden as well. I think it's going to be like a fluid backcourt where yeah. sometimes Jaden's going to initiate the offense, sometimes Cade is. But from the aspects of on the court, Jaden really should be the one because he's not as he's not as good a shooter as K. But you know. They do stuff how they want to do stuff. Yeah, the game is becoming very positionless, so it's becoming harder to break this stuff down. Whatever. Anyway, moving on to small forward. I'm not going to lie. I'm mad I forgot about him um, on our main show. But Keegan Murray with the Sacramento Kings, I think that he has a chance to do some damage uh, at that small forward position. I mean, this is definitely a team that's kind of – 
Mike Brown has feels confident in them, and that's nice. You want a head coach who does, but I do think that Keegan Murray can actually turn some heads this year, even if the Kings don't win anything. So far, we three for three because I have Keegan Murray as well. All right, so power forward, I have the boring answer. I got Paolo Benchero going to Orlando. I mean, they need him. They need him to be the guy. I mean, they've kind of had a revolving door as well on that front court. Get him there, and I think if he can show off some of the talent that he showed in college, they'll be in a good spot. See, this is why this is why it's bad because you know they actually have been playing small board. Oh, why? Because I just watched the game against the preseason game against the Grizzlies. So their starting lineup was Cole Anthony. It was in terms I forgot who they had at the two. Paulo, Franz Wagner at the four. And Wendell Carter at the five. Mm. That okay. Alright. Cool. So I'm guessing what? Jonathan Isaac is coming off the bench. Mo Bamba's yep. still there, right? Yeah, he came off the bench. Huh. Okay, whatever. Alright, who you got a power forward? <laughs> J- um, J- almost Jabbar. Not Jabbar. Yeah, Jabbar Smith. Jabari Smith was a very close one for me at the four. All right, and then my center, I'm going back to Detroit. I'm going uh, Jalen Duran. I still don't know why the Hornets didn't keep him. That's still a really weird thing for me that they didn't keep him, but whatever. I think Detroit did need a center, and, I mean, there were definitely questions about them adding one. I think with getting Jalen Duran, they got their guy, and I think that they're really building towards the future with him, and he's going to put up some solid points. Yeah, I'm also going with Jalen Duran. I mean, if you look at his first preseason game, yes, he didn't shoot well, but he had like 14 rebounds. And I mean, hey, as a big man, that's all you can ask for. But all right, that is our 2022 fantasy basketball guide. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Ethan, anything you want to say before we close this bad boy out? Uh, Back to the Magic. They have like their whole like team outside of their guards is like people that are freakishly tall. Yeah, they got length for sure. Like, Paulo's 6'10", Franz is like 6'10", Wendell Carter is like 6'10", 6'11". Then you have Jonathan Isaac, who's 6'10". You have Mo Bamba, who's 7 foot, 7'1". And then you have Bo Bo, who's like 7'2", 7'3". Like, they have a bunch of giants. Do you think it's going to matter? That's the real question. No. Yeah, I think, like, last night, they played really well. I think it's going to, you know, the thing is they have the youngest team in the NBA. Right. Like, out of, um, because they, they showed it, um, out of all the teams in the NBA, they have 15 of their players are under 25. Dang. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that tracks. They are really young. I mean, we always talk about the Thunder and their youth, but they'll usually at least bring in some veterans to kind of right the ship. The Magic have not done that. Because I'm pretty sure the oldest player on the team is Terrence Ross, if I had to bet. And they almost – he was trying to get leave uh, this past offseason. So, that'll be interesting. All right, last question before I let you go. You have the first – let's say you did do a fantasy draft. You got the first overall pick. Who are you taking? Giannis. 
Yeah, I would too. Sometimes the easy answer is the best answer. But all right, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, please be sure to check out the export.net. I repeat the export.net for exclusive sports content written by yours truly and fellow export writers. Precepts holds our lovely podcast on our YouTube channel entitled The Export. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time.